We go from good news to great news, and that is that we're joined by the mayor of Collingwood, Brian Saunderson. Brian, great to have you back. Uh, it's great to be back, John. I had I missed last week, so apparently I missed John's brightest Hawaiian shirt yeah, ever. It was going to be yours uh, today. But it's good to be back. It's certainly within keeping. I, I'm really yes, sad I that I didn't wear I one know. today because Brian's showing one. me up here. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you have had a busy bunch of days. Uh, last I saw you was just the start of a, a lot of activity for you, and that was last Friday night at uh, the uh, Georgian Bowl for Big Brothers, Big Sisters, Bowl and, and Play for Kids. That's right, John. It was really uh, it was one of those weekends that uh, makes uh, Mayor extremely proud of uh, his or her community. I call it the Collingwood Proud Weekend, and it's really kind of indicative of many weekends I had. But Friday, I joined you for the kickoff for the Big Brothers Big Sisters uh, Bowl for Kids' Sake. And I gotta say, uh, I've never seen someone look so statesman without shoes on. I had good socks on. I was forewarned, so I had my best socks on. If you think this Hawaiian shirt is loud, you should have seen my socks. Um, and then on Saturday morning in that rain and thunderclaps, uh, I went out to join the uh, third uh, Cub Scouts division and the yep. first Girl, Scout, uh, Girl Guides division as they were planting over 100 trees uh, donated nice. by the NVCA, and then they purchased four uh, mature trees uh, and planted them out by the A1 Gathering Circle. Uh, and that was just incredible to see those kids out there in that rain and doing that for our community. Uh, on fr- on Saturday night, there was the Colts founder dinner, founders dinner at the Legion. The founders uh, deal is it doesn't cost anything to join the club. It's the first 200 people to, to get season season t- to buy season's tickets. So they are at 160 now. They still have 40 spots. So if you're interested in joining the Founders Club, and they will have the Hall of Fame room as the Founders room, right. so you'll be able to go in there during the games. And from what I understand of you know junior hockey, having 160 season ticket holders this early in the season is really good. Oh, it's it's spectacular, and the event uh, was really wonderful to hear Dave Steele and Howie Campbell talk about uh, their vision for mm-hmm. the uh, team and to introduce head coach, former NHLer Greg. I've lost his last name. I apologize to Greg. But uh, just to talk about their vision for the team, and uh, they're going to have local kids on the team. I think it's going to be uh, just fantastic to see the Eddie Bush lit up on the Friday nights here in town. And um, they uh, during the course of the night, the Colts donated $5,000 to uh, the Mayor's Golf Tournament for wow. uh, the Special Olympics. Nice. And they also donated $5,000 to Jack.org. Uh, which is an organization that uh, supports youth mental health. Fantastic. So it was an unbelievable night. And then the next day, I saw you, John, at the uh, Hospice, Hospice Georgian Triangle Biker Hike event. They raised over $90,000. And the difference yeah. between you, of course, Mr. Mayor, and John is, well, John stood around. You actually rode. I did. I rode the 20K <laughs> ride, and uh, I rode with a very uh, auspicious group. Uh, I had local members like Don Gallinger and David Green, but I also had in my group Tom Bell, and Tom is uh, famous uh, and was recognized at this event uh, for raising $38,000 by riding uh, through Africa. Wow. He spent, I think, four months in the winter, rode yeah. uh, an incredible distance. And this is the second time he's done that. Mm. He uh, uh, previously had ridden, traversed the Andes uh, down in South America. So uh, he has done uh, an incredible job to support mm. uh uh, Hospice Georgian Triangle, and he's also involved uh, uh, as a volunteer outside of the fundraising. So he was recognized as an outstanding uh, volunteer and fundraiser for them. And then on Monday morning, I got to uh, do a uh, pride event for uh, Collingwood to attend the uh, with former Mayor Geddes. 
to uh, go to the uh, opening of the annual general meeting for the Canadian Water Association. There's two water conferences happening up in Blue Mountain this week, and uh, we got to speak about the evolution of the Collingwood Harbour from shipyards to high-tech hub. Collingwood, as you know, is pushing uh, to get a a high-tech centre of excellence here for water and water resources. We have incredible local stories, uh, like a student from um, uh, Wasega Beach who created the Smart Sump app, and so your sump pump can mm-hmm. communicate with you through your phone, tell you what the flow is, tell you what your battery life is, tell you what your sump pump's doing, and with all the flooding that's going on, these types of initiatives are critical. So uh, it was great to sit up there and talk about the transformation of our harbour from environmental hotspot now to a recreational hub uh, for passive and uh, motorized boats. And uh, it was really, it was, it was, so it was a great four days. Fun to go out there and boast about Collingwood and uh, be part of the uh, the happening scene. And then we had busy time at council with uh, a meeting on Monday and then an SIC meeting yesterday and uh, the county meeting yesterday. And then I'm back down to county today for an audit and finance well, meeting. Speaking of the county, I should let you know, full disclosure, that uh, I am a member of the BWGLA the Bradford West Columbia Liberation Army. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, you know, I, I think there's times when you need to, to uprise against the the social norm and Simcoe County is trying to keep us down. What's going on there? Well, you know, Bradford West Columbia, uh, as part of this um, uh, provincial review, has asked for uh, the province to consider making them a separated city. Uh, certainly that's something that uh, Bradford West William Murray can do. We respect the autonomy of each of our communities. Uh, however, I think uh, when you look at the uh, the costs associated with it and the efficiencies of our two-tier, uh, two-tier system, so for those that don't know, we have upper and lower governments. Uh, our upper tier is the County of Simcoe, and then there's 16 member, member municipalities uh, across the county, and uh, we get a lot. So our, just to talk from Collingwood's angle, recently, or, well, it's now opening, uh, um, we have our new affordable housing uh, complex. There's two buildings. The first building, Building A, is opening now, and I think it's, ha- it's ac- at half occupancy, so that's 55 units there. And Building B is uh, 97 units, and uh, it is opening uh, in July. So that is a $40 million project that has come in uh, under budget and ahead of time. And uh, so that's a great thing for Collingwood. Our paramedic station was expanded to five bays. And uh, that was uh, opened, uh, I think, in the last four months. And so, But it's been operational in the last six. And then, of course, things like uh, affordable housing um, and uh, a lot of the long-term care. So our Sunset Manor are operated by the county um, and transit. Simcoe Links is connecting uh, Collingwood to Barrie and uh, as well as Wasega Beach and Stainer or Clearview. And that will be opening on July 6th. So, uh, and to give, I guess, further context to all of those uh, things, uh, of the $550 million budget that the county has, only 30% comes from our tax dollars. And uh, so that's uh, 70% that comes from grants in the form of flow-through funding for these programs. So we really leverage our relationship with Mm -hmm. the county. And in terms of our actual tax dollars, of our budget this year of about $57 million, uh, $12 million goes to education, $12 million goes to the county, and the balance about $32 or, uh, million or uh, over 60% stays here in Collingwood. So uh, I think we really leverage that relationship well. Bradford West Glenbury seems to take a contrary opinion, and that's uh, up to them. But I think uh, you know we our relationship with the county 
uh, is is quite spectacular, and we have a history here in town of being very involved at the county. <clears throat> and uh, former Mayor Geddes was the warden of Simcoe mm-hmm. County. Let's talk about the grain elevators. Uh, what's going on with those? Uh, they're still in the possession of the town. Uh, is there any movement forward? It's kind of been one of these things that's been hanging around for a while, and it was certainly big discussion through the campaigns. Um, is there any movement? Anyone doing anything at this point? Well, it's absolutely something on the radar. So when people, it was on the uh, an issue at the campaign, and it was largely, I think, uh, spawned by the assessment we had done. Right. So the building envelope assessment has been done, but the foundation assessment hasn't been done. Okay. So that will be done I, during the course of this summer. Uh, and uh, although there's nothing to suggest the foundation is compromised, it is, I think, over 200 wood pilings. And with the water levels high, that's good because they're covered. But when the water levels were low and their oxygen and the air could get in there, that that uh, is not good. So they're going. We're going to do that assessment. I mean, in terms of the future of the grain terminals, uh, we see them. Uh, certainly, I see them as being a spectacular icon of Collingwood's history and recognition of our shipyards uh, and shipping. Uh, that said, they uh, the initial um, building envelope uh, came in with a cost of about eight to ten million, depending how you phase that to rehabilitate the buildings and uh, or five million to knock them down. So it's it's an expensive issue one way or the other. I think uh, in the waterfront master plan, uh, Cal Brooks identified one of the priorities as as preserving our history and uh, repurposing it and reusing it where possible. And so his suggestion was to take the red brick building on the end uh, and having that, looking at turning that into a restaurant or brew pub or some uh, private use that could then attract people to the waterfront. Uh, one of the big issues with the spit is that their services down there are so limited. Mm-hmm. And it, the, the spit itself really is, is landfill, and so it's difficult to, uh, to dig down there. and put down yeah. in. So you're going to have to lay them across the surface uh, or some other way, and, uh, and that's very expensive. But uh, that discussion really is ongoing, and uh, certainly in our um, uh, survey and discussions about uh, investing or using the funds from the sale of our assets, that's been one of the hot-button topics, and people can go online and do that survey. If you go to our new website and go to the Engage Collingwood, that's one of three surveys that are available there. So please do that if you haven't already done so, and we will be having public meetings. So that is still very much a topic that's in the works, John. How much do you think the town should invest in into keeping them is there a is there a price point where you're going to go? Okay, at that point, let's just take them down. Uh, I, mean, I think the short answer to that right now is is no. Uh, I think what we need to do is is uh, take a larger look at uh, where that fits into our waterfront development. Are there opportunities to uh, partner with uh, private uh, organizations or other organizations? You may recall that the last two councils ago, there mm-hmm. was uh, talk of selling the terminals. Um, there, there was even some interested buyers at one point. Yes, there were some interested buyers. There were some interested businesses that wanted to use them. So I, I think that this is a larger discussion and uh, that in the context of that discussion, things will unfold. But my, my sense, uh, and I know there's strong feelings in the community, but uh, it really is a, a historical uh, icon. And uh, if we're looking to open our harbor for uh, transient boaters, it's certainly a major landmark. Fantastic. Uh, Collingwood Mayor Brian Saunderson, thank you so much for joining us here and talking to us. Thanks, guys. Always great to come in and be able to boast about our community.